So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan all while having fun and making it a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Plant-Based Fitness Secrets Podcast, the podcast for you if you're vegan or aspiring to be and trying to lose fat and gain muscle and transform your health. And we have our head coach, Chiara, joining us again today on the episode. How are you doing today? I'm very good. How are you? Very good. Very good. We're just talking about your life uh, right now that uh, you're living, you experiencing something different from Germany because usually you're based in Germany, right? And working from there. So where are you right now and how's, how's life there? Right now I returned to Saigon, uh, south of Vietnam, where I used to live. I lived here for seven years. I built my company, La Holista, and, you know, a huge community around veganism and health and wellness, uh, holistic health in general. And I just returned here and it's been absolutely amazing apart from the weather that's uh you know very lovely it's summer you know all year long and uh people are very lovely here but it's actually been the most amazing part is actually been reconnecting with my community and uh even without effort i wasn't really looking for people everybody's just around and eating at the same places so catching up with our you know all friends uh, and uh, big uh, players in these fields and it's very lovely to see that after two years they are all still very successful they are carrying their acupuncture or gym or you know they're working for decathlon and you know they're getting promotion over promotion and uh, yeah it's really amazing to see the the expert community is very um, very much strong on animal protection here especially on dogs and um, I think that leads them to be more conscious about how much meat and animal products they eat. So the vegan mm. places are usually packed and any other place still have a lot of vegan options because of the market uh, request. That's beautiful. Yeah, I've never been. I've never been. I definitely want to go. I just love Vietnamese food. That's what I know for sure. Like I'm obsessed with it. So you're probably in heaven right now. You're like all the tofu you want, all the veggies, the summer rolls. Oh my God, so good. And the price. The yes. price is incredible. Two or three, two, two and a half euros for a lunch set with soup and tofu and rice, white rice, like it's the perfect meal plan already prepared for you. It's super. So less than 10 euro a day can eat out all day. Amazing. Love that. Yeah, that's huge. And maybe that's something I want to touch on this episode, like since we, we've had more of a focus on like, how do we optimize body transformation and health on a plant-based diet for, for anyone really, but also for, for females, um, how much are you eating every day? Like how, how are you feeding your body to, to stay lean, to stay in shape? Um, are you currently like dieting? Are you like restricting carbs? what's your what's your personal approach to to getting in shape and um how are you managing that and while eating out every day at the moment 
So this is uh, very new to me. In Germany, I cannot afford this. I cook 100% of my meals. I rarely eat out. At the moment here, um, I brought with me a magic bullet. So I have a portable blender and I make myself muffins uh, in the morning. So protein muffins. I have my silicone molds. I just blend everything in the blender. I <laughs> bake them in the oven or in the air fryer. And then for lunch and dinner, I usually go to this uh, little place and they have a lunch set. So I ask for tofu, they give me the rice and then there's a salad and a soup. Uh, so I eat uh, in-house and then I order again for the evening so that I don't waste time going around looking for more food. Uh, and it's already in my room. So I'm working at that time in the evening. So it's just very quickly for me for five minutes, have dinner and then keep working. Um, and that's that's how I'm doing it. But every location here have a vegan has a vegan option. And sometimes when I can expect the tofu not to be like high amounts, then I load up with other things. So there's always edamame on the menu. So I load up with that, maybe some seeds here and there. And um, if the portion is too big, then too big I too big for me for the calories that I need. I have a very big eye by now. How much? you know, rice I would need, then I eat everything around the rice and I leave some of the rice there. Um, some people tend to eat everything if it's served or keep it for later. And uh, for me, it's not an option. Like I don't want to eat everything just because it needs to be eaten. I'm not a trash bin. So if mm -hmm. it needs to go in the trash bin, it will go in the trash bin. It's too much for me at that time. I don't want to feel heavy either. So it's been, yeah, it's been actually really, really easy thanks to, you know, 15 vegan restaurants around here in the in the same neighborhoods yes love that i love the way you think about food like you talking to you for the time we've been working together and um seeing how you eat as well like you really eat for like you fuel your body right you're not afraid to to eat because i think a lot of people and that's maybe what we want to talk about today is um a lot of people are afraid of of eating or afraid of calories or afraid of carbs when it comes to like getting in shape and obviously that's not their fault right because just they nowadays get all this messaging and marketing and um and social media thrown their way where everyone says hey you can't eat fruit like don't eat fruit if you want to be healthy or don't eat carbs if you want to lose weight and don't don't eat this don't eat that and it really I think has an effect in the long term and, and food doesn't like gets a bad rap almost like hey like eating like let me avoid that let me skip this meal right let me skip this meal or let me not have the carbs right or let me have um very little food and what i would be curious about for you chiara like since you're working with our clients very closely um what kind of patterns have you observed or like limiting beliefs um, or beliefs in general that people who come in the program work with us what beliefs do they have around food usually and then how do you how do you approach that they have the same limiting beliefs i had when i couldn't stick to a nutrition plan so i also suffer from the same issues uh, quick results trying something new and i think the first and foremost problem is the nutrition guidelines given to women for weight loss are just too extreme. Um, it's very common to see a woman on 1,200 or 1,400 calories. 
this is absolutely not surprising to me. And um, calorie restriction is a big one. And of course, carb carbs restriction is another big one. And another one which I think is probably the most dangerous long-term is the fat restriction. So no fats to uh, you know, save calories or to have big amounts of foods. And this is so dangerous for the hormones. In this program, in particular, what I see the most is although we are supporting with a nutrition plan down to the nitty gritty, okay, so how many grams of oats and protein powder and fruit every day and a big list of fruit, including, you know, these fruits that are forbidden, like banana or mango or grapes, right? Um, they they sometimes have difficulties in trusting the process and thinking that this is too much food. Maybe they will gain weight from, from that. This is against everything they have known so far. So they limit and they try to cut in, in places, especially on carbohydrates or fats, just because they are scared of gaining weight. And this is uh, the precursor of any uh, emotional eating. So women eat so too little during the week. And by the end of the week, of course, the accumulation of the deficit is too high and they will see something sweet and or the body will tell them, hey, there's something sweet, just eat. And instead of eating something sweet, uh, small every day, they accumulate it all at once. And most often, often than not, this one time actually surpassed the calories that they would have eaten if they actually share it day by day. This is uh, the most worried thing, worrisome thing for me because uh, it's very hard sometimes to convince them you will not gain weight. We already calculated the deficit for you. Please don't eat less than 1,600 calories. We don't have any meal plan less than 1,600 calories. We take into consideration fit women that come to us and how much mu muscle mass they have already. So, and even with experience, um, uh, athletes or experienced women that do sport, they still have this uh, this uh, misunderstanding on how many calories they need. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Thanks for sharing that. It's uh, interesting because, um, like you said, they come in and we give them everything they need. And then sometimes it's just like a deep-rooted belief that they have that, oh, like, wait, like I have been eating 1200 calories or like a thousand calories, like trying to lose weight. And now you're telling me to eat 1600 or 1800 or even more than that. And it's a really like just a, a point of like a hard point for them to, to believe and to realize because again, they've been thinking, they've been taught that it's, it's not good to eat that much. It's not, not going to deliver results. However, as you say, like how's your body able to actually function to get rid of the fat, right? To, to tone up, to build the muscle without any nutrients. Like your body has to run on something, right? It runs on air, it runs on water, and it runs on like nutrients, right? Like macronutrients, like proteins, fats, and carbs. And if you strip it down to a thousand calories to 1200 calories, whatever crazy stuff people are doing, um, there's really not much your body can do then rather than like just shutting down basically right like increasing your cortisol your stress levels water retention bloating even though eating less right feeling weak your workouts um looking like just flat and 
and skinny fat, right? And it's really paradox because you think, hey, like I should be losing all this fat because I'm not consuming any, any calories, but your body always adjusts. Your body in this moment is like, okay, wait, like I'm getting so little food. I guess I need to like hold on to what I have, right? I need to like hold on so I can survive because back in the days we needed to hunt, we need to like gather food to survive. And if for a few weeks you're doing a low calorie diet, you're basically telling your body like we're in survival mode. Like let's hold on to what we have, right? So let's retain water, let's retain fat and like let's retain what we have and not get rid of it. So in a weird way, like eat more to lose fat, right? You need to eat more to actually tone up and lose fat. And that's unfortunate. I see a lot of people coming in, like you said, especially women. They are afraid of that. There are two types of, of situations. That's the, that's the person who actually doesn't eat enough calories all the time or the person that has the plan of eating very little calories but actually continuously failing on the weekend or any situation when they're alone and maybe it's the fourth week of the period that's just not enough energy to go about. So I see it very often and, and I said it last time and I keep telling my clients, this is really my mission because I've suffered the same and I was relying on my willpower and I know I'm a very strong person and I have a very strong head I'm very stubborn. And even with that, uh, it was not possible. So this is really what I explain on the orientation call. Usually, most of the time, there's a big understanding. Sometimes you still have to, you know, explain. Uh, we have a lot of material that explaining uh, explaining this. Uh, I'm recording more material on this topic, and I make sure that is an emphasis. But there's always a big, a uh, little bit of uh, fear at the beginning. And um, especially when they start to have this muscle tone and we are increasing calories and there's a big misunderstanding. Oh, but I'm leaner. How can I eat more? Now I should be decreasing my calories even more, right? Because I'm skinnier or weightless. And actually what we do is the opposite, which is so freeing. And um, I think the passion, my passion to support women in this is very evident because I've suffered of this as well. And I'm just tired of, uh, you know, this misinformation being out, out there and, you know, women listening to this. Yes. Love that. And why, why shouldn't they be afraid? Like, what is it that they should be doing and why shouldn't they be afraid? I mean, if the, the goal is to have a toned body, which is the dream goal of most people. They should be lifting weights and not only doing cardio and actually limiting cardio to more light activities like uh, walking or riding the bike, for example, uh, on a daily basis, which is very important. Um, but if when we are lifting weights, we have we do need the calories and we do need the carbohydrates to repair the muscles after the workouts itself. And if we are keeping the calories too low, we just don't have enough energy to go and repair the muscles. So actually all the time we are losing, we're investing at the gym is lost because we don't have enough fuel to put in. So we're trying to start a car all the time with a very empty fuel tank. And we are just putting a little bit of fuel at a time. Then the car will shut off. Of course, there's no more fuel. So this is the most important thing. And they also need to be careful on which period, uh, which week of the period that they are. But generally speaking, 
they shouldn't be afraid of eating their carbs as long as they are paired with good protein. And this is the biggest problem, I think, in the vegan diet because everybody thinks oh, I'm going to eat beans or dal or peanut butter. That's enough protein for me. And mm. actually, after they enter this this program, that's the biggest takeaway, I would say. They realize, oh, I need tofu or tempeh every meal. I do need protein powder to support my gym uh, goals and my tone body. So um, it's a it's a process for them to understand. But after they get it and they see the results, they cannot get out of it anymore. They don't see food in the same way ever again. Yes, I love that. Trying to start the engine, trying to start the car, but it's not. There's nothing, right? So there's nothing there. <laughs> So I love that. That's so true. Uh, you cannot fuel your workout with, with nothing. And yeah, that's why carbs are so crucial. Like carbs really make a difference. And at the same time, the protein as well. Um, you're not able to recover properly if you don't get your protein from good sources and you're only relying on peanut butter and and lentils to, to get it done. That's That's for sure. And yeah, so it's, it's interesting. Like what are you left to eat? Like you're afraid of carbs you're not really getting your protein and you try to eat a low-fat diet as well so it's like really stripping yourself of a lot of things and what happens is when you I just want to add to that like when you start eating more food and you start building muscle and like really toning up then everything in the future becomes easier like you are building muscle and that in turn will lead to you burning more calories having a better metabolism being stronger every day and that will then make this lifestyle just super easy to maintain because that's the end goal, right? The end goal is to make this stick and to not go back to dieting. So I think um, that's our goal with the program as well. Like how can we get you the quick results? Like definitely get the weight off, the 20 pounds, whatever it might be. But then also how do you keep it off and how is it actually enjoyable? So the path there is to lose the fat first and then actually start eating more food, building muscle, and then it sticks with you. That's why you, Chiara, that's why me, like we we have to pay attention to our nutrition. We can't just do whatever, of course. But since we have a baseline level of muscle mass built, it's so much easier. Like we have so much more like ease of like, hey, okay, like I am burning more calories. I have a good metabolism. Now I just got to see how I optimize my daily nutrition. And then it becomes, becomes fun. Like it becomes fun to experiment with food, Right? eat the foods you like um, you don't have to eat like brussels sprouts if you don't like them like you don't have to eat broccoli if you don't like it right <laughs> it is it is very healthy obviously but like food is like so it's so beautiful like you can do whatever you like with it and you can really fuel yourself and i think that's the main message i want to bring in this show, in this episode like food is so tasty it's such a beautiful thing that we get to have and we get to experience so you need to enjoy it and you need to fuel yourself with it and not like be afraid of it and like stay away from it which um that's our goal with the program and what we do i think long term that's what we are really aiming for this, this food freedom right this understanding uh you know at a, at the site if the meal is complete or not if it's too big if it's too small and this can only be done by a lot of tracking a lot of testing uh here and there but uh you know we didn't get 
where we got in one month. I didn't get here the first time I was trying, right? It took me years, but now I'm to the point where I can see, you know, a meal. It's like, okay, that's a little bit too much rice or that's enough, not enough rice. Let me get something else. Like, let me get a fruit to add on my carbs. And this intuitive eating, this is something I really have to explain uh, to people. This intuitive eating is never, you know, natural. It's not somebody that's just like, oh, I'm a great intuitive eater. It's just somebody that has done the work to actually track their calories and the macros for long enough to kind of be optimized now in their heads and say, ah, okay, I know exactly that I need 30 grams of protein powder or, you know, 150 grams of tofu. I love this because I love to explain this because everybody wants to be intuitive either, but nobody wants to do the groundwork of logging in and tracking and learning at the beginning. But that, that is the goal and it doesn't take that long either. If you repeat the same action over and over and the same recipes over and over, you won't need to do it for more than three, four months. At that point, you become uh, quite uh, a natural at understanding, okay, that's, you know, this, this lentil dal as coconut milk, you know, and that's definitely. There's a Kelly bomb right there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so maybe I'll share this with somebody and then I get something else. And this is uh, what I really want to everybody to work on um, in the program to then be free. But there's no such freedom without having knowledge. Uh, that's the important part. Yes, I love that. Yeah, I love the example because it's like, it's not necessarily that you can't have this meal like Lentil Dal. It's just knowing that like... Like having not knowing that it's really high in fat and probably high in calorie, like you might eat it every day. Like, hey, this is very like soothing and it's like lentils. It's healthy for me. But then you start looking in the mirror and like it starts com compounding, and you're like, huh, what's going on? Like, why am I like feeling more bloated? Why do I have more belly fat? It's like, and then you just don't know what's going on. But we like we look at it. And we're like, I love lentil. Dal. Let me have it. But tomorrow I might have a little bit less or whatever right and that is really empowering and i for example good example like yesterday i didn't have that much protein so now i woke up this morning i'm i'm hungrier i'm like i have my coffee which usually is fine to like bring me through a few hours i'm already feeling like okay like maybe gotta have some food soon and i know why i know that okay yesterday i wasn't able to hit my my protein goals so i'm just gonna adjust today have a bit more and it's not just like, hey, why am I hungry? Like, have I been eating too little food or have I been working out too much or like, what should I do? Um, so love that. And I love how you, Kara, you're really like teaching your clients how to become free, how to really become independent with that mindset and not just stick to macros for, for life and eat a meal plan for life because who wants to do that, right? Like no one, no one wants that. <laughs> no so. to do that but this is really freeing for for a woman to be able to go out and say i can actually have a full meal rather than all oh, have an entree all oh, i have a salad like life is too short to only eat salads you know it's, it's important to have other food as well i mean italian i'm a foodie despite what people say like you're vegan and you're fit I'm a big foodie. I bake stuff all the time. I love cooking. I love eating out. I just couldn't afford it before. So if I can afford it, I will eat out. Um, but yes, it, this is the most important thing. And, and you know, the, the women get in and at the beginning, the meal plan seems a bit strange. And then all of a sudden, 
you know, they go out, they say, oh my God, there was no protein options. How do these people live? They don't understand that protein is so important. Or I came home starving. And these moments, are, I love it because I can explain it a hundred times until they make it mm. their own. It doesn't really sink in. And then it sinks in and it's like, oh, okay, now I understand this salad was not enough protein. And now I'm hungry later and tomorrow morning and i love these moments and they always celebrated with me they're like oh i had this you know win moments or mindset change um last weekend and it's always when they go out i love that as well um so yeah it's really it's really amazing to see and especially i keep saying like these new clients from from january they are all like really having incredible transformations and i think um yeah the, the more material we put out uh the more they can you know, rely on science and, you know, trust the process and get the goals, goals that they want. Yes. Amazing. Love that. Yeah, it's all about like, we have the science, but we also want to make it applicable, make it sustainable, make it enjoyable. So yeah, love that. And really love to see all the results uh, your clients are putting out. I think we're going to have some, some interviews coming up actually on the show with a few of your superstars. So Exciting to see, uh, exciting to see those as well. But uh, yeah, thanks for for joining me today. I think it was a, a good episode. Important message, an important message to everybody. Um, eat more food if you're trying to get fit. Don't be afraid of food, and make it a lifestyle. That's uh, that's the goal. So um, if you enjoyed this episode, then make sure to subscribe to um, the show and leave a rating and review. Helps us grow. It helps us bring more episodes to you. And uh, if you want to learn more about the coaching program, then just check the link in the description. Um, we actually offer to calculate your fit vegan macros for free at the moment. So you can book a call and we're going to calculate your macros. You're going to need to succeed entirely for free. And um, that way you'll be set for success on your, on your plant-based journey. Um, but yeah, Kiara, thanks for joining me. And uh, let's keep getting those gains and save the planet. Peace out. Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode again. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.